0: What's up guys? Rick here with a preview for the match three. That's right. Did you think I was going to leave you for a week without PGA tour golf? Absolutely not. We're going to talk about the match three. We're going to have a little fun. We're going to break it down. Um, happy Thanksgiving week. Uh, hope everybody has a, a safe, holiday, if you are traveling, safe travels, Uh, but just wanted to give you a little something to listen to or a little something to watch. So I'm going to break down the match three. There are some odds available to it. We'll talk through each one of the competitors and we're just going to have a little bit of fun here. Uh, But before I get to that, it is almost to the end of the PGA Tour season. And of course, the PGA Tour has the shortest off season in sports, just a couple of weeks off. So we'll be right back at it before you know it. But I do want to do uh, something I did last year, uh, which was a promotion for RickRungood.com. Now, if you guys have paid attention, I don't give a lot of promotions. In fact, I don't really discount memberships to the site ever. Uh, I think it is very fairly priced. I think you get a lot of great value for it. And I don't think there's really a need to have a bunch of promo codes floating around all the time. It, I just don't think that makes a lot of sense. Uh, but once a year, I like to have a little bit of fun. And this is what I did last year. So here are the terms of this deal. And they're all at rickrungood.com Mexico if you're interested in signing up. So we're going to gamble on it. Here's the promotion we're going to gamble on. Uh, If you purchase a six-month or a yearly membership to rickrungood.com, what will happen is between now and the start of Mayakoba, so Thursday morning at Mayakoba Week, that's Thursday, December 3rd, um, whatever the winning score is, I will refund you that percentage. Yeah. So last year, Henrik Stenson, I did this for the Hero World Challenge, Henrik Stenson one at 18 under. So I manually refunded 18% of everyone's six month or yearly membership. Okay. So that's the gamble. If the winning score in my Akoba can go really low, right? If the winning score is 25 under 30 under, um, I will refund 25 or 30%. If it's 12 under, maybe I got a little lucky there and I'll still refund you 12%. Either way, you are still getting some dollars back. Uh, it is my once a year promotion that I do, and I like to gamble on it. So, uh, those are the terms you can find them at rickrungood.com Mexico, sign up through that page. And then, uh, you have to be in before, uh, Thursday, December 3rd, and then it'll take me probably a week afterwards to manually refund everything and get you all set up because it's a manual process, but a little bit of fun, a little bit of gamble. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, but for now let's talk about the third edition of the match. All right. If you're like, wait, what, what is the match three? I don't even know what this is. Yeah. All right. Let me get you up to speed here a little bit. So we had the original match that was tiger versus Phil. Then we had the match two that was in quarantine, right? That was tiger and Peyton versus Phil and Tom Brady. And now we've evolved to the third version of this, uh, no tiger woods. It'll be Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley, you heard me correctly, playing against Steph Curry and Peyton Manning. That is the match three. It's going down Friday, the day after American Thanksgiving, at, uh, I believe it's 3 p.m. Eastern time, and they're playing at Stone Canyon Golf Club. I believe that is a course that Phil Mickelson has some type of involvement with. I don't know if he's just a member there or... I don't think he helped design it. I don't know. I'll I'll see if I can find the details for you. But it is modified alternate shot. So you might remember this from the match two where I believe nine holes were modified alternate shot. So that means every golfer, each of the four guys is going to hit their tee shots. The teams will then decide which ball they're going to play and then they will alternate from there. So if they all hit their four tee shots, they use Phil's drive. It'll be Barkley's second shot, Phil's third shot, Barkley's fourth shot. Okay, that's the that's the order that we have going here, which introduces a bit of interesting strategy. And while I have it here, let me just pull up the odds for this event. Because uh, the team with the professional golfer, Phil Mickelson, is not the favorite. In fact, Phil and Charles are plus 138, Peyton and Manning... Peyton Manning and Steph Curry minus 175. And I tweeted this out uh, a couple of white calls deep on Saturday night, tweeted this out that I actually am starting to think the Phil Mickelson side is the better side. And I'm going to break down each one of these golfers for you. But here are the two things that I think I, I am going to, not, not the case I'm going to try to make. I don't really care all that much. But like here here's the case for the Phil Mickelson, Charles Barkley side. Um, even if... Peyton Manning and Steph Curry are uh, scratch golfers, which they're not. Peyton's probably a, I mean, Steph's really good. We'll talk about him in a second. Peyton might be, I don't know, a 3-4 at best, which is still great. Phil is way better, way better than Steph Curry and Peyton Manning. Like, infinitely better. Also, the Charles Barkley that you remember, he's not that bad. Uh, Charles Barkley's still bad at golf. I'll show you some swings here. I'll show you some recent swings. Uh, He's still very bad. But he is not as bad as you remember. Uh, so if those two things are true, and I have a couple other ideas, the, fa- the the dog side might be the side for this. All right, so let's jump into um, – <clears throat> I'm going to start with Steph Curry. He's the guy that we haven't – the best guy, probably the best athlete in, that we've seen yet, right, uh, in, in any of these matches. Uh, we've seen him play on the Corn Fairy recently. Let me pull up some of his highlights here, and I can walk you through some of these. All right, I'll just pull these up here. I mean, here, here's Steph Curry's swing. This was at at the Safeway, uh, the Pro-Am earlier, I believe it was last year, actually, so 20, 2019. Um, Steph's swing is, is very clearly uh, the best athlete swing we've seen thus far in this. I mean, I think he hits it fairly long off the tee. He's pretty good. I mean, look at this swing. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the good stuff right there. That's pure. Uh, as he gets closer to the green, you know the short game gets a little bit worse, right? I, which I think is fair, right? I mean that's the thing that you're really grinding over. It's a lot about experience. You're reading greens. Uh, you have to get yourself in some awkward situations. It's not like just going to the driving range. So the war you know, the the closer he gets, the worse he gets, which is fine uh, because he's going to re- look at this. Boom. Just there's a there's a little wedge in. Yeah, that looks good. Let's see what we have here. He rolls this in for eagle. I think. Pretty sure this is a par 5 wedge into a par 5. Now, it's a pro-am, so not super long. And then he rolls this putt in. Look at this. Bang. Sneaks it in the left side. And when we're trying to compare, like, how good is Steph Curry uh, as an athlete to, uh, say, a professional. Uh, so, he's played on the Corn Ferry Tour a couple times. He's played this Ellie Mae Classic. Um, a couple of years ago I'm showing the highlights right now and you can see distance distance controls. Okay. His long swings pretty good, but I mean, he kind of got boat raced by all these corn ferry tour players as, as he should, right? I think he was like 17 over, uh, in his two rounds, missing the cut. The last time he played this, I don't think he's ever made the cut in the couple of years that he's played, played the LA may classic. So he's very clearly, not up to a Corn Ferry tour player. And he shouldn't be. But keep that in mind, right? We talk so much about the gaps of golfers. What is the gap between someone like Steph Curry and Phil Mickelson? It's it's enormous. It's it's absolutely enormous. So um let's talk about his partner. Let's talk about Peyton Manning, because we do have a bit more footage recently for Peyton Manning, right? He played in the match in what was it, May, I think, I think the match two was. Um, so we can, we can talk about his swing because this is probably, he's probably the best known entity in this field. So I remember Peyton being really solid, uh, quite frankly, you know, he didn't kill you too often. He was, he was pretty good off the tee at the match. He was pretty good with his irons again, as we would expect with non-professionals, their short game, uh, not great. I mean, that's a pretty good strike. Look at this. I mean, he's got the he got the shot tracker on it. This is a a good-looking shot in in obviously terrible conditions. But I also remember, you know, what he did off the first tee. And I think he might have done it a couple other times where um you know, he he was he was dead off the tee on number 1, right? I mean, he was he was dead. He was in he was in the trees. They had to play I don't know, I don't I think at that point they were playing all their own ball, but like uh, Payton's going to put himself in in some awkward situations. I think as the as the event went on, uh, he played a lot better. So I, I think Peyton is really solid. He's the known entity here. I don't think we have to spend too much time on him. I think the game is 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 fairly sharp for trying to compete in, in something like this. Look at him roll this putt in. Oh, yeah. Get in there. Get in there, big dog. Um, we won't talk about Phil too much because we know exactly what Phil is, right? Phil is uh, way better than everybody else here, even though I make fun of him uh, you know as much as possible uh, for, for the way he plays on the PGA tour, but it's going to work out really well. So let's talk about Charles Barkley, because the swing that you remember from Charles, let me, let me pull up this, the, the old swing. Yeah, this swing, this swing right here, which this, this video quality is terrible. That's the actual video quality. Not my, I mean, oh my God, look at these. I mean, that hitch that he used to have, uh, that doesn't exist anymore. Okay, he he worked through that. So yes, he is still very poor, a very poor player, but it is not this bad. Let me show you the recent version of Charles Barkley. So this is from the last match in May where Charles did a bogey or better challenge. So Justin Thomas was out there uh, coaching him, kind of caddying him to try to make bogey or better on this hole and uh let me see if I can fast forward you here let's get let's get a shot of Charles' first swing here. So they're just chit chatting, yeah no big deal, no big deal. Let's see this swing Charles. All right here we go. He's got driver in hand. There is not a single hitch in this motion. Look at that. Look at that smooth little swing from Charles Barkley. I mean he's old. He's like the oldest guy out there, right? Uh you know still still got the hand eye coordination a little bit, still a little athletic. He can move it out there. Let's see if we can find one more swing. Hold on. Here's another one. There you go. That's pretty smooth. So he went out and he played this hole. So I'll, I'll show you this hole real quick because it's fun to watch. All right, so here he is. This is shot number one uh, off the tee here. Now, this is this is what's going to be the problem. This is going to be the problem for Phil. Phil. I mean, he cold called, he called tops this to the left, right? He hits like 180 yards. So Phil would have to decide, if, are they going to use that? Or are they going to let Charles Barkley hit the second shot? Now, I guess it's going to depend. But uh, th- this is where things can go really sour for the Phil Mickelson team. But I'll tell you what, he hits a pretty good shot here on number two. So here he is in the middle of the fairway because he just cold topped it. He's got. Uh, he's laying up here, so he's got an iron in hand. Here it is, shot number two. This is a pretty good shot. Let's see. Yeah, takes it back. Nice, boom. Okay, that might work. That might work on some approach shots with Phil, right? Assuming Phil's going to be pretty significantly longer than either Peyton or Steph Curry, whichever ball that they choose to use. And then here's his third his third's pretty good, so he's got wedge in hand. I don't know how far away this is, but he's got wedge in hand, which you think Phil might give him wedge in at times. He hits it okay. He gets it airborne. Hits the front of the green. All right, not bad. Then he takes, uh, you know, a couple putts from here, and he does not make. Uh, spoiler alert: here, he doesn't make bogey. He three putts from here, uh, but Phil would have Phil would have jumped in here. So it's interesting. Right. I mean, uh, the other the other thing is this: um, How much is Phil Mickelson worth in a game like this? Right to be the only professional, I would think he's worth a lot, uh, especially because he's going to have the course knowledge. And if you remember, go back to the match part two, uh, he was literally coaching Tom Brady through everything. Hey, reading his putts, hit it here, don't do that. Blah blah blah. Like. That alone is worth a couple of shots. And that's not what uh, Peyton and, and Steph are going to be able to, to kind of do, right? There's not that knowledge out there. There's not that experience. So I, I don't know. It, it might be a little bit crazy, but I'm kind of leaning taking the professional in the amateur game at plus money, plus 138, because I think that, uh, I think the, the consensus on, how bad Charles Barkley is, I don't think that that is correct. I don't think he's that bad. And I also don't think that people are understanding the gap between Steph and Peyton and Phil Mickelson. It is a massive gap. Um, so yeah, I might take the plus money. Either way, I'm going to enjoy it. I wish Tiger was here. I wish there was, uh, you know. I'm kind of growing warmer on this as 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 it go as it goes on. When they first announced this, I I thought it was terrible. It's growing on me. You know, it's gonna be the day after Thanksgiving. It's gonna be a uh, time just to make a dent in the couch and enjoy it. So that's what I'm thinking. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Um, you know, the strategy of alternate shot, especially because of the differences we're going to see off the tee between Charles Barkley and Phil Mickelson are going to be really, are really interesting. Like, you know, if, if Charles hits a good one, 200 yards, you might see, uh, them use his, right. Instead of using uh, a Phil Mickelson shot, that might be a hundred yards further than that. So I, I do think the strategy is, is, is going to be really critical. And, um, I don't know, Phil's pretty good at that kind of stuff. So there you go. Enjoy the week guys. Have a safe one. Tweet me, at Rick Rungood. Leave a comment below. I'll see you out there.